0: org and find out all the details about growing up.
1: Hello, this is the Faith in Kids podcast... Children,
2: we're all for you. I'm back with my friend Jam. Jam, say hello. I'm saying hello. You're you're being quite restrained there. You haven't you <laughs> haven't gone full on hello <laughs> and, because Christmas is come. Is, is it a no? Sh- stop. No.
1: So people are talking about Christmas, but the decorations aren't up. No. It's
2: not really Christmassy in your home. And as you walk down your high street, there are some decorations. Oh, there are different decorations on the high street, but you're trying to keep it out of your home until you hit December. You are. You're remembering where the decorations are. Yes. You might be checking Amazon because we might need to buy some more lights this year. You're still wondering if mum will still be so against the tinsel as she was last year, but you haven't yet got the tinsel out. Is tinsel a big bone of contention? It's massive. But it's too Christmassy. We're not Christmassy yet. (laughs) No. The main thing is, this is a new series of five podcasts, Building up to Christmas, um, and it's very exciting. What's the overall theme of this podcast beyond Christmas, Ed? Jam. Christmas is an adventure. We're on an adventure. We are going to
1: be walking with the characters of Christmas. Because, you know, we're used to tea towels on your head. We're used to who's going to be the camel, who's going to be the lobster in the Christmas production. And Mary and Joseph become the ones with tea towels. The shepherds become the one in dressing gowns. And the wise men are the ones with the proper costume. We forget they were actually people having an adventure. They didn't know what was about to happen to them.
2: We're joining them on the adventure. What do we do next? So is it should we go for a whip around question? Please can we? So the whip-around question is, when were you last told something that you couldn't believe? It happened yesterday to me. Wow. I received a message from a
1: friend to say, here is Anita dressed as a lobster. Honestly, I have never seen Anita in a fancy dress costume, let alone a lobster. All you could see was that little post box of eyes. I said, that no, it's not Anita. <laughs> I do not believe that's
2: Anita dresses of lobster. Wow, okay. For me it was the good news of Ben Stokes is gonna play for England. He's back. And so if you don't speak cricket, uh that's England, Australia, the ashes, that's coming up. But anyway, that was my thing. So, can you think of a time when you were last told something that you couldn't believe? What was it and why couldn't you believe it? Have a chat. Okay, obviously you can keep talking about that for as long as you like. You could pause us and talk indefinitely, (laughs) but we're going to keep cracking on with the podcast.
1: I like the idea that when you press pause, Jam and Ed just go
2: silent and can't move. We freeze. That's what happens when you press pause and we're totally fine with it. Absolutely, it's all part of the format. So Ed, why are we looking at the adventure of Christmas? Look, I'm going to be honest,
1: I've written a book about it. I got that excited, I've written 25 short Bible times for families to do huddled around their kitchen table before bed on a sofa outside in the cold in a tent up a tree first thing in the morning first thing in the morning it's just 10 minutes and there is no better christmas than the christmas where you've been opening the bible each day to get ready for it your christmas will burst with fun if when you get there you're thinking We've been on the journey. It's been an adventure. We have walked there with Zachariah, Mary, Joseph, the shepherds and the wise men. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Zachariah? Yeah. Okay. So tell me more. Zachariah. What a guy. There in Luke chapter one, we meet Zachariah and Elizabeth. If you're going along with the book with us, then we're on day four today. You will have met Elizabeth and Zachariah on day two. They are such lovely people. I want Elizabeth and Zachariah in my church. Day three, we found out that the angel visited Zachariah with a whopping promise of a son who would get his people ready for the coming of the Lord. We're joining on day four. It's the third story, and we're going to look at just Zachariah
2: on his own talking to the angel. It's big. It's really big, so we're going to have some fun facts now, and it's about when angels turn up. It's normally quite frightening in the Christmas stories and in, in the Gospels. There's lots of angels turning up and saying, "Don't be afraid." <laughs> That's the first thing they say. Don't be afraid, because well, they're afraid. Um, what do you do when you're afraid? Uh, when you feel threatened, I found some fun facts about the amazing animals that Jesus made and what happens when they're afraid, they're shocked, they're caught off guard, normally because of predators and they're, they're about to become lunch, rather than because they've met an angel. Ed, if you remember, this is a test to see if you remember, that there's an animal called the opossum. What does it do when it's feeling
1: threatened and afraid? I can't, Jam. To my shame, I know you've told us about the opossum before. I can't remember what the opossum is because it's tempting to fall for it and say it's like a possum. But it just isn't, is it?
2: I can't remember. It's like a raccoon or something. (laughs) But what it does do is it plays dead and emits a smell so that it smells dead. Oh, Just, that's, isn't that the best thing to do when you're afraid? Yeah. Act dead and stink. Yeah. So, Zachariah meets an angel. We're going to hear that in in the reading. And I'm just thinking, should he have just lied down and played dead and waited for the angel to go away? Or, there are other tactics. It gets weirder. Way weirder. Okay. The Texas horned lizard. (laughs) Okay. It's got horns. That's not it. And it lives in Texas. And it lives in Texas. Where It wards off predators by squirting blood out of its eyes a stream of blood oh. which can go as far as five feet oh. and is mixed with foul-tasting chemicals that ward off predators. I would have thought the blood would be enough. I think our listeners are now in two completely d- two different groups, Jam.
1: Yeah. Half of them have, have, have pictured blood splurting out your eyes and want to turn off the podcast. Yeah. Half are thinking, this is
2: the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one is sea cucumbers. They don't sound very interesting, do they, Ed?
1: I always think of snozcumbers from the BFG. Okay. Because they do look a lot like a sno- how I imagine a cumber is.
2: OK, they do look boring. But when they're threatened, do you know what they do? No. They shoot their internal organs out of their bottom. Oh, don't, children, don't uh, imagine so, that. D- and don't try it at home. No, never. You won't be able to do it. Jam, I don't want to push you into a realm you don't understand. But are they still alive? Yeah, they're still alive. And because they are particular kind of um, uh, animal. Uh, they can regrow the internal organs that they need at the drop of a hat. So they can't do it too often, obviously. They can't do it twice <laughs> in two days. I can't imagine Zachariah doing that. Can no, you? don't please don't imagine Zachariah doing that. He's just such a lovely man. Imagine the angel coming no, and saying, do not be stop, afraid. Oh, St- oh, stop, oh, starting, no. stop, stop starting your sentences with don't imagine because we all then imagine. That's part of the trick, isn't it? Anyway, those are my very disturbing fun facts. Are they too disturbing? No, I think they're fine. Look, if you are feeling, slightly traumatised,
1: drop us an email, podcast at faithinkids.org and just write in large letters, JAM, NO. (laughs) (laughs) We're now going to hear our friends, Nix and Meg, tell us the story of Elizabeth and Zachariah from Luke chapter 1.
3: The reading is from Luke
4: 1, starting at verse 5. During the time Herod ruled Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah. He belonged to Ibajar's group. Zechariah's wife came from the family of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. Zechariah and Elizabeth truly did what God said was good. They did everything the Lord commanded and told people to do. They were without fault in keeping his law. But Zechariah and Elizabeth had no children. Elizabeth could not have a baby, and both of them were very old. Zechariah was serving as a priest before God for
3: his group. It was his group's time to serve. According to the custom of the priests, he was chosen to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. There were a great many people outside praying at the time the incense was offered. Then, on the right side of the incense table, an angel of the Lord came and stood before Zachariah. When he saw the angel, Zachariah was
4: confused
3: and frightened. But the angel said to him,
4: "Zachariah, don't be afraid. Your prayer has been heard by God. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give birth to a son. You will name him John. He will be very happy. Many people will be happy because of his birth. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I know that what you say is true? I am an
3: old man and my wife is old too.
4: I am Gabriel. I stand before God. God sent me to talk to you and to tell you this good news. Now listen, you will not be able to talk until the day these things happen. You will lose your speech because you did not believe what I told you. But these things really will happen.
3: Outside, the people were still waiting for Zachariah. They were surprised that he was staying so long in the temple. Then Zechariah came outside, but he could not speak to them, so they knew that he had seen a vision in the temple. Zachariah could not speak. He could only make signs to them. When his time of service
4: as a priest was finished, he went home. Later, Zechariah's wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant.
1: I know a girl whose legs used to work just fine. Right now, she's in a wheelchair. She's been seeing a doctor and the doctor called in her parents. The doctor said to them, how is she so joyful? Why isn't she more sad? The parents explained it's because she trusts Jesus. The doctor's eyes wide open. She couldn't see how it was possible to trust Jesus when things were going so badly, when things were really hurting. The doctor said, tell me, does the Bible say this? They took her through it. Sometimes when we meet faith, when we meet what Jesus is doing, when we read our Bibles, when we live our lives, we cannot believe it's true. It's normal. We heard that in today's story. Right at the beginning of the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth, we read this.
4: Zachariah and Elizabeth truly did what God said was good. They did everything the Lord commanded and told people to do. They were without fault in keeping his law.
1: They were the best. They were the kind of people you want in your church. Always kind, always good, always generous, always looking out for you when there's so many others. Then we heard the angel speaking to Zachariah and he said,
4: Zachariah, don't be afraid. Your prayer has been heard by God.
1: Well, this is simple. Zachariah that great godly guy he's been praying for this to happen to have a child he's got one we know what's going to come next yes finally God has come through just like I knew he was that is not what happened listen to what Zachariah said
3: how can I know that what you say is true I am an old man and my wife is old too
1: you see a godly hero of the bible cannot believe God can do it. That means it's what you and I are going to be feeling. Sometimes we can't believe God is going to do it. So the angel said, you'll lose your speech because you didn't believe what I told you. God longs for us to trust, but I'm pretty sure you won't lose your speech for not believing. You know the Christmas story. Do you believe it happened? It did. A baby was born to be God, with us, the Saviour. It's not just tea towels, it's not just crib services and Christmas card pictures. It was a baby that you could have held who was born for you, to change your life, to rule over you, to keep you safe, to make you his. Do you believe Christmas? But you know, looking forward, there's a promise I read in Philippians 1 verse 6. For those people who don't believe they can live for Jesus, who don't believe they can be good, listen to what it says. God began doing a good work in you. He will continue it until it is finished when Jesus Christ comes again. I
2: am sure of that. God began doing a good work in you, and he will continue it until it is finished when Jesus Christ comes again. I am sure of that.
1: I remember a boy in tears saying but I'll never be able to do it right. I can't do the right thing. He needs to believe God's promise. To trust in Jesus is to be certain that God's Spirit is making him more and more like Jesus, and it will not stop until Jesus Christ comes again. So we can trust Jesus. We can trust the Bible. Even when we want to say out loud, Or quietly, in case our parents are listening, I don't believe it. It can't be true. Let me pray that we would be able to know what the angel said. These things will really happen. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the angel's words. I thank you the angel said to Zachariah, these things will really happen. And the angel says it to us now. These things will really happen as we read our Bibles, as we think about the difference it makes trusting Jesus to each and every day, however hard it feels, we can be sure these things, these things we read of in the Bible, these promises we read, the way God is working in our family's lives, these things will really happen. Help us to trust you and help us to trust you when it hurts, when it's hard to be joyful, when it's hard to keep faith amen
2: amen in a moment ed's got questions but before that ed why don't you give us some top tips about when you actually look at the bible uh, together as a family my top tip is
1: tell each other what you did well Practice it after this podcast, but do it when you open the Bible together. Who prayed out loud? Who answered a question? Who concentrated? Who got excited? Don't leave it just to your parents. You be the one to say to your dad, thanks for answering that question. Say to your mum, thanks for being patient. Say to your brother, The way you got excited was brilliant. Say to your sister, thanks for asking that great question. You are doing this together. You're a team.
2: Tell each other what you loved about how it went. Maybe you could have a whip around at the end to say what was good. That could be something. So anyway, as previously advertised, Ed's got questions. Under fives, what did the
1: angel do to Zachariah when he said he didn't believe it? Fives to sevens. Why did Zachariah not believe it? Eights to elevens, are there some things you don't believe in the Bible? Pick one. Why is that hard to believe? Ask your parents what they find hard to believe in the Bible. And over elevens, it is hard to believe when your eyes and everything you know says, (laughs) no way. Think of a prayer you could start praying today. It's going to take courage and bravery to pray it. God might not answer straight away, but you could keep praying. Have a chat with your parents about what you could start praying for today. Something that is difficult, something that doesn't seem likely.
2: Have a chat about all of those things. You can press pause now and do it right now, or you can do it at the end. We're going to have a sketch now where we're going to go back to the temple where Zachariah was and he's in there, he's meeting the angel and outside, some priests are wondering what's going on in there.
4: He's been in there a long time. What's he doing? Zachariah is tending the altar of incense beside the dwelling place of God on earth. These things take time. Sure, sure. It's just...
3: Well, his sandwiches are starting to go a bit curly.
4: Zachariah is performing a holy and sacred task. So, what if his sandwiches go a bit curly?
3: I hate curly sandwiches. All dry, such a waste.
4: How can you talk about sandwiches when our fellow priest is at the altar of incense where he could be vaporized by the presence of the Lord at any minute?
3: Good point. It's dangerous in there, isn't it? Yes. He might not come back. Exactly. So, he might not need these sandwiches.
4: How could you think of sandwiches at a time like this?
3: Well, they're just here. Going curly. Maybe he won't mind. I'll ask him. Zachariah! What are you doing? Finding out to see if Zach wants his lunch. I'm starving. This
4: is highly inappropriate. This is the Temple of the Lord. What you are doing is in very poor taste.
3: Well, these sandwiches are going to be in poor taste if they sit around much longer. Zakamoya, if you don't want us to eat these sandwiches, say something. Right, I'm having one.
4: Unbelievable.
3: I'm hungry. It's unseemly inappropriate. You want one? Got me egg Yeah, on the end. Dig in.
4: Oh, that's good. Oh, it's only when you start eating, you realise how hungry you (laughs) were.
3: Look out, there's movement. Oh,
4: he's coming. Hide the sandwiches. No,
3: we asked him if you minded us eating your lunch, and you didn't say anything, did you, Zach? Why is he pointing and making those hand gestures? Can't he speak? He's been struck dumb. Wow. And what's he signalling? A
4: big tummy? Oh, he's worried about putting on weight. Well, it's good we're eating his
3: lunch, then. You're welcome, Zach. No, he's shaking his head. Big tummy.
4: Holding a baby?
3: He's going to have a baby?
4: Zach, you can't have a baby. Remember our little chat? That's not how it works. No,
3: I think he means his wife, Elizabeth. Well, she's and She can't have a baby either. And now what's he signalling? Round? Oval? Egg? Oh, I think he wants the egg mayo sandwich. Ah, oh, um,
4: oh, the thing is... I
3: can't believe you ate it. He ate your sandwich, Zach. I
4: think it was starting to go curly.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: Next time, what are we looking at, Ed?
1: Next time, we're looking at Mary. And if you're following us along with the book, it's happening tomorrow. You're going to meet Mary, the baffled teenager and look out for my fun fact about nazareth at the bottom of day five i can't wait in a week's time you get a podcast too we want to be there with you it's got
2: fun facts too wow it really is christmas if you're able to get hold of a physical copy of the adventure of christmas snap it up straight away because they are in hot demand otherwise go to the good book company and get an e-version which comes with a pdf as well and everything might be more convenient anyway so do get hold of that links in the show notes Uh, Thanks very much for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Under fives, what did the angel do to Zachariah
1: when he said he didn't believe it? Fives to sevens, why did Zachariah not believe it? Eights to elevens, are there some things you don't believe in the Bible? Pick one. Why is that hard to believe? Ask your parents what they find hard to believe in the Bible. And over 11s, it is hard to believe when your eyes and everything you know says, (laughs) no way. Think of a prayer you could start praying today. It's going to take courage and bravery to pray it. God might not answer straight away, but you could keep praying. Have a chat with your parents about what you could start praying for today. Something that is difficult, something that doesn't seem likely.